not surprisingly, when I met the Dalai Lama, or the question would be, oh, Charles, you met the Dalai Lama. Well, how'd that happen? Well, of course, because my therapist in Newport Beach was a Buddhist who took me through guided imagery work as a, as a Buddhist, and he was a friend with the Dalai Lama. So, you know, everything leads to therapy, right? Everything, all the roads lead through therapy <clears throat> in my world. And, uh, but he was a terrible fundraiser, as you might imagine. You know, kind of a woo-woo guy, kind of guy. And uh, he said, oh, I'm bringing the Dalai Lama to the United States for a week. And uh, he's going to work with, uh, this was a remarkable conference I got to participate in. So psychotherapists and religious, that was the audience. The integration of therapy and spirituality. And where does Buddhism meet in those two realms? So the Dalai Lama would uh, hold a uh, question and answer. He'd give a talk and then he'd have Q&A for, as I recall, an hour and a half to two hours in the morning and the afternoon. It was really uh, amazing. And of course, being the fundraiser that I am, I set up a fundraising um, reception in Big Canyon where all the high rollers live uh, at the home of uh, one of the heirs of Heinz Ketchup. And uh, this, you know, this is like my life, you know, holding receptions at people's homes. And it was like 45 people were there and you know, the Dalai Lama like blessed all of us. And I was there with uh, the mother of my two daughters, my ex-wife, and um, she was, uh, uh, she's a tiny little person. And she was like, like eight and a half months pregnant, like, like whale, like a tiny person with a big whale in their stomach. And he, we, he sees us coming up to him. He totally ignores me. And he's just like, uh, he's just riveted by her. And he takes his right hand and holds her right hand and he takes his left hand and he puts it on her stomach and then he pulls her to him and puts his forehead on her forehead for like 15 seconds. And then smile, of course, and he smiles and, you know, says lovely things. <laughs> and I asked her, I said, what did you think of that? You know, and she said, well, I'm a little cynical, but she said, I'm a little buzz. Like I'm a little bit buzz. Like, you know, I don't like a little dizzy. And I said, oh, cool. So uh, anyway, flash forward, uh, we have Catherine, my daughter, and uh, we have her baptized in an in a Eastern European uh, Armenian church where they dunk the whole baby, right? It's like full dunking. And this uh, preacher or pastor had baptized, dunked about a thousand babies, right? Only one other time did he dunk a baby where it didn't cry. He said, wow. He said, that doesn't happen very often. She's yeah, she's pretty, pretty uh, whatever. So then flash forward, you know, she's at a piano recital. She's like four, five years old, five and a half, and uh, she's doing the piano recital. And under the, uh, uh, the piano bench, she's swinging her legs back and forth, doing the piano recital for 200 people. And I said, were, were you nervous? And she said, no, wasn't nervous. So around 10, you know, we send her to Germany to visit with a friend in Germany, a play friend from Newport Beach. And she's there for like a long time, three weeks. And I'm meeting her at O'Hare Airport. The stewardess brings her out. And, and I said, hey, Catherine, God, it's great to have you back. She said, hey, Dad, great to be back. And I said, well, did you miss me? And she said, yeah, yeah, I missed you, Dad. Like, whatever. Like, everything's like easy peasy for Catherine. So flash forward, now she's in a rock band. So I saw her at the Majestic. And she doesn't, doesn't seem to be nervous. I said, well, were you nervous? You know, she's like 21. She said, well... I do get nervous about forgetting my lines sometimes, but then I just make the lines up. So I think that, isn't that the moral of the story here? Like, you're going to forget your lines, 
So you'll be able to just make them up when you forget them, everybody, and then have a good life. So, and then uh, while I was there in Newport Beach with the Dalai Lama, he gets, he wins the Nobel Peace Prize. Like, holy shit. You know, like, so I'm in the press room, everyone's there, you know, it's sort of a moment for the press because he's already won the prize. And uh, so how does the reincarnation of Buddha accept the Nobel Peace Prize? <laughs> it's just like you just gave him like, uh, like a Coke, a Diet Coke or something, you know, like, oh, thank you very much. This is great. Have a good life. Uh, what's next? You know, like, who cares? You know, all we have is this moment. So I'm just a humble monk. <laughs> you know, they ask him, what do you think? Oh, I'm just a humble monk. But he was a humble monk. He wasn't a guy like me who was a bad monk saying that they were a humble monk just to sound like they were cool. He was, he was really, he really is a humble monk, you know? He's been practicing.